Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. It's another ordinary day on the Power Peak Hour. How are you out there? <laughs> I know you know it is an ordinary because you guys have been talking about this for weeks. I have been so excited. I am only going to stand in the way of my sweet connection with my wonderful guest for just a minute so I can bring you guys up to snuff. Today is a Scorpio moon. We want a Scorpio moon. There's a good reason for it. We'll talk about it in a minute. Also, if you want to see what's going on live, come on over to facebook.com slash my name, Mark Husson, and let's look. We'll We'll, I'll try to field some questions. We want generic good questions, not just personal questions, so we can sort of uh, tap into the mind of this awesome woman who is my guest today. I also put up Louise's chart on powerpeakblog.com for my students who want to follow through what I'm kind of looking at and get an idea for, um, you know, where we're going to go with this, okay? So I'm going to try to shut up as much as I can. Talking to her, though, she just sort of gets that part of you going. It's sort of hard to stop. But I tell you, this is the woman who needs no introduction, but minorly She's the mama. <laughs> there you go. There she is. See? Hey, Louise, welcome to the show. We are so honored to have you. How oh, are I you? I woke up this morning saying, oh, this is going to be so much fun. It really, I hope so. I want it and to I be so much I fun. And I know I'm going to learn something. I think you might. I'm certainly learning something yes, the whole I want to hear about this electric life. <laughs> this wow, it is electric too. I'll tell you what, okay. I am going to dive in. Now, they have your chart at thepowerpeakblog.com, and I am just going to sort of guide and just sort of ask you as we go along, if anything I say doesn't sort of fit or you feel like, you know, nah, let's talk about that, I'm I'm going to stop. But I want to start with the idea that you, and let everybody know, you did you know that you and Marilyn Monroe, same year, uh, very similar charts? Did you have any clue? No, I didn't. You and Marilyn Monroe, both, both Leo had rising. rough childhoods. I know that. Yes, both now, see, had if she'd have childhood. hung around longer, I'm sure if she'd have done what I did, was I'm a late bloomer, and I didn't exactly. really start getting going until I was fifty. See, I, and there's I a started reason for Hay House that. at sixty. Look at that! I know. No, now I'm eighty-four and a half, and I'm raring for the rest of my life. I love that. Very and that's the thing that you show. And see, you have the sun in Libra. Marilyn was born Gemini, but you have the sun in Libra in the third house of Gemini. It is very much something like somebody who loves the connection, loves the communion with people. The interesting thing is your life path, you were born with your south node, what you came in with in Capricorn. And if we take yes. a minute to look at Capricorn, we think about these children who came in old and came into a life that was difficult. They came in prepared for a difficult life. That's how you knew. And we look to the ruler of that and we see Saturn in Scorpio. Man, <laughs> just that alone, we're seeing someone who had to overcome obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. Yes. And what happens is you end up developing an incredible sense of survival. And, and anybody that's talked to you sees that, hears that in you. The interesting thing that you're trying to build that I think you have certainly accomplished is the North Node in Cancer to be to be the the mom to be the global mother. <laughs> and it's funny when I went to I Can Do It and sat in the audience and you came out, you come out and say relax because there's a lot of fear in the world then a lot more than usual. And you said, you guys relax, Big Mama is here. And if that isn't <laughs> a North Note, <laughs> I don't know what is. And they loved you for it. They yes. embraced you. They felt an incredible <laughs> sense of safety. And I think, honestly, that's one of your hugest gifts that you provide is this sense of mothering. Now, interesting, it's because it's what you didn't have. 
And you had yes. you 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 learn how to 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 do Survive. the masculine survival. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And so we bring you in as the global mom. You you learn how to nurture. You learn how to read people hawkishly. I mean, you're what I don't think a lot of people know this part of you, but that Scorpio Moon very very much in the lower part, the sensitive, a deeper part of your chart with the Saturn there. And I think what it does. Honestly, it gives you a third eye like nobody's business. You know mm-hmm. every nuance of people. And I bet well, you I people listen that- to every word that people say and how they say it. And I'm immediately doing calculations. And people don't realize that. But, you know, they say one sentence and I've calculated all sorts of things out of it. Absolutely. And I think that's what makes you incredible at what you've done so far. Because there's there's a certain amount notice that in the in the cycles that you've been, in the places that you've traveled, some of the major breakthroughs you've given us is the art of fearlessness and through compassion. It's one of those things that we see this incredible sense of um with the AIDS epidemic, and I have years mm-hmm. for this that I want to talk to you about, but when you were the first person, you, you, you've you got to really get this, and I think you might, to watch you reach out to these people who at the time we were all terrified of AIDS, all I know. terrified. Of, I know. You know, and they handed you it are. to me. They asked me if I would do it, and I thought, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I realized nobody else knew what they were doing, so I might as well do what I do. What part of you didn't have the fear? I didn't, but because I knew I was not going to bed with a gay man, so I, why would I get AIDS? It was that <laughs> But simple. you know what? I know, but the world thought we shake hands and we got it, well, right? Well, see, I didn't believe that. I knew that was bullshit. That the, is amazing. You know, the, if people I, just get freakish, silly things. See, and besides, and that, you've survived everything I've survived. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Could, you could certainly hug a gay man. <laughs> see, I love that, and that see, and that changed lives. Mm-hmm. I think that in the in changed a lot. And of I didn't change anything I did. I did the same thing with them that I did with any group that I ever worked with. It's and, true. And, and I also added, we're not going to play Ain't It Awful. We know how awful it is. We're not going to sit here and talk about it. We're going to take a positive approach and see what we can do. And it, it changed lives. It and changed on, lives. On it saved lives. Level. It, it, it did. was six and a half years in the trenches, I call it. But it was a monumental time. And that is when Pluto was going over my son. Oh, you knew that. Yes, I knew that. And I thought, boy, that's an interesting way to do it. It is an interesting way to do it because think about this. Pluto represents a death and rebirth. It's in the sign of Scorpio. The minute it went into Scorpio, our consciousness goes death by sex. Because Scorpio being sex, Pluto being death. Mm -hmm. You go right into the heart of that on your moon and say life by love. And you went into, and these people profoundly changed. I remember because I it was it was terrifying me. I, I never had said goodbye to so many people in my entire life. And there was this woman, Louise, who is hugging them, <laughs> and like what? <laughs> so, <laughs> that was like the inside scoop about your life. And to me, that is one of the most monumental things. Now you know you are subject to many many. Um, uh, your chart is so ridiculously tuned in. Every time Jupiter hits something in your chart, uh, something happens. And I, I've watched Saturn too as well. And you have Chiron in Taurus. And Chiron mm-hmm. is an asteroid. Uh, it's really a comet. And they talk about it as this healing, the healing planet. Mm-hmm. And it's at the very, 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 very top of your chart. And isn't it interesting that in 1976, when you put together your list of uh, thoughts that create bodily effect, 
that uh, we have Jupiter sitting on your Chiron, exact, when in mm. 1976. And so and then starts our momentum to see like, okay, well, what is she going to do next? What happened? And what happened was exactly um, 10 years, just a little over 10 years later that we have the Phil Donahue and the Oprah show when Jupiter hits it again. Ah. And so, exactly mm-hmm. a 12 year cycle and you're now catapulting this information to the world now we don't call it a book in our home we call it a weapon because my mom is like it, it all the way down to my mom is like can you take out the garbage i go my back is hurting what would louise say about that <laughs> <laughs> you see you no, get it <laughs> it's right no element goes undone so why we is know it guys th- are so against taking out garbage why because we are a assigned to garbage <laughs> it's true. It's not a big deal, but it's, I guess we're told to. That uh, It's always our chore. But, you know, the funny thing for you... Well, look you at the chores I, that women are handed. What are they I mean, handed? It's so silly. <laughs> Dishes. You know, in the, in the AIDS crisis, when the guys were complaining about they couldn't have free sex anymore, I said, women have been dealing with this forever. <laughs> well, you know, if, if, if we fuck around, we can get, not only get a venereal disease, we can get pregnant. That's right. That's and now right. you're having to deal with it. It's br- so get off it. <laughs> you know what? It's like that is such. <laughs> and they loved love. me. They loved me. Of course me. they do. <laughs> I have friends who still talk about the mirror thing. Like <laughs> people who are like, "Did she hand you the mirror?" And I'm like, "I wouldn't take the mirror." I'm like, "I wasn't getting close to that thing." And it, they, we still laugh about how traumatizing you bringing that beautiful mirror into the group is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just but it works. That. It works. It's amazing. Once you can get over that fear of looking at yourself and saying yes. nice things to yourself, positive things happen. It really is. That that's the and you know when I used to do mirror work with private clients, I'd have the mirror on the floor and I'd make people sit on the floor with me and oh. because they couldn't get up. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd have them say their affirmations in the mirror. And there was a huge box of Kleenex there because everybody cried. Yeah, well, see, and you had this intuitive knowing of how to hold a space for people. See, you were building such... The mom thing. It's so beautiful. I remember taking you. I had the, I I came to Denver, no job. I was going to go to my first uh, daycare job, minimum wage. I had my master's. I had Louise in the car in my hand, I swear. And I'm doing your affirmations. And I'd walk into class, these little kids, and I'd make them, I'd have their brownies, and I'd go, Good morning, class. And they had to say, Good morning, Mr. Beautiful. And when they didn't say it, like uh, one little kid, Devon, would go, Good morning, Mr. Ugly. And I'd say, Devon, I'm so glad you're not hungry. And here, Louise, they were all my teachers were laughing hysterically and they all wanted to know what I did in the morning and I'd give them your tape. And so you're, you're everywhere, Louise. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that. And so your, your memory filled. Who are you denying brownies to now? I know. Who am I denying brownies now? I have to, me, Mr. No Carb now. So I'm still working on my mirror thing. I still can't look at mirrors and not think of you. So that that's traumatic. I don't know how you came up with that thing, but that is crazy traumatic. And um, your Mars is in Taurus. Now, we know that means that there's no one that's going to win an argument with you, for one. But number two, it also means that Aries is the ruler of, is ruling your school, and your career. And whenever your Mars is hit, that means something's going to affect when you go to school, uh, spirituality, everything. And we look to when Saturn hit your Mars and it hit when you quit school at the age of 15 in 1941. Uh It hit again 
uh, in 43, when you were 43 and you went to the Church of Religious Science, Saturn yes. giving you new structure, changing the structure and re-giving it to you. And then again, it hit in 2000. And that's when I came on board. So I must have something to do with it. No, <laughs> do you remember 2000 at all for events? Uh, with, uh, uh, no, but remind me and I will. Well, it, actually, I that was just two years before, and it was right in line with um, 9-11, one year before 9-11. And so, oh, yes, that's when I, we had all that nonsense about it. The world was coming to yes, an end in 2000. And Y2K, remember? And um, <laughs> you always take the stand, because there's a lot of people asking questions about your stance on 2012. And, and so it is nonsense, this fear, right? I mean, how do you address it, Louise? What do you come up with to remind people why are you allowing this fear to take over? Because you're profound at it. <laughs> you are. What, what, do you it, just take it, a minute? It's just silly. I mean, because there's always people selling fear on this planet. And when they get a really good subject to sell fear about, they take advantage of it and more people get upset. But you can't listen to nonsense, it doesn't yes, even it, make any sense. From what I understand, there are at least 52 different Mayan ca calendars. So why are <laughs> we picking one of them to say that our world is ending? I love that. I love that. And so there, the, and isn't it true the person who has the fear has the power? Yes. I'm, but, you it, know, people you know, do sell fear. They sell fear. It's powerful. People want to go to the person who says you have a curse and I can remove it for this much. Sure, or, sure. They're always know. out for money, the people who sell fear. It's crazy. And and you have and always... wicked. It really yes. is wicked. <laughs> it it's annoys <true>. me. <laughs> I love that part. And see, to me, you've gathered a family of people that sort of go speak against fear. And I know that in your movie, which, by the way, I, I owe you an apology. I'm sorry I couldn't do my part in that movie, but Robert De Niro was being so tough on me on my roles that I couldn't come in and, and do it. So on the next one... Liar. <laughs> See, you I know. Are... I've I've had you lie to me in person. Oh, I mean, just, ooh. <laughs> okay, you're not going to bust me. You are not. <laughs> yes, you are. You can do it. <laughs> you know, in your movie, you're so pro you're you're profoundly honest and you talk a lot about forgiveness and you talk about what it took to get forgiveness. And I'm a big <laughs> Can you imagine what it took to forgive me? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> because to me, it's like, what was your crime? I mean, that's what I to living, me, you, living. You have this. What was your crime? Living. Exactly. Well, true. <laughs> but I get that. But the thing for me with you is you're you have a voice and you used it to show the world that there's a way, no matter how bad it is, to release. And I think in the world of forgiveness, my world, and, and I'm a big Course in Miracles fan as well, and they talk a lot about forgiveness being the remembrance that there was no crime ever committed. It's not like you did this bad thing and I forgive you. It's like I can get to the place where I realize we're all connected to the divine. Your version of forgiveness, do you find, um, are you done? I mean, like, have you, is it a constant process? It's you know a constant I mean? process because there are always little irritations coming up. And the yes. quicker you can forgive, the quicker it disappears. I guess and, so. You know, and true. some of the big ones are harder because there's more involved. But it, it's something that needs to be done. It's and and putting it off and, and refusing and saying, you know, well, I'm justified. Uh, yes. It keeps you in prison. I keep talking about, you know, stepping out of this prison of self-righteous resentment. That's a beautiful phrase, too. I like yes. that. You know, and, and come on out into the sunshine, honey. The, you know, the gates are open. Just get so, out of there. Get out of that awful place. 
when people come, I, mean, I know a lot of people look to you, a lot of people in the world, when you read their posts and you read their letters, a lot of people feel really stuck. They feel stuck in the fine. Like uh, some of the questions today were like, it's always, it seems like money is the answer that a lot of people are stuck in the prosperity thing. So if they don't get it, they feel they've done something wrong. Do you, do you address you that? You know, it's, it's ridiculous because the people who have lots of money are most, some of the most miserable people. Yes, yes. And, and and the people who really louse it up are the people who win lotteries. All these people think, oh, if I could just win a lottery, my life would be saved. You know, within a year or two, they're in worse trouble than they were before because they have not changed their consciousness. If they will change the way they think and change their consciousness, they could create far more good in their life than any lottery could ever give them. And they will have it forever because they have changed their consciousness. They earned it by right of consciousness. So you really, I get passionate about that. Yes, one. You don't do, tell and... me that the you know lottery is going to change or, or save your life. And and so when they're sitting there affirming a lack of prosperity, it's really still a focus on the money that as happiness, and that's what you're saying is yes. not. It's not. Yes. yes. Well, so when the secret see. came out, Louise. Yes. Did they miss something? Well, I don't. You know, it did. That book has done a lot of good for a lot of people because it's helped them to understand that there is a possibility of using their mind to create things. But the secret is too focused on things. And things will never make you happy. They will never heal your life. What we want is well-being. We want to get to the point where we choose to think the thoughts that make us feel good, that bring joy into our lives, that have us dancing on air, having it looking at other people with a smile. And you don't, money will never give you peace of mind. It I can't. Love that. It, it will things. never give you well-being. It cannot give you health. I mean, you can right. buy a lot of medical treatments, but that's not going to give you health if you don't have the mind that that's accepts right. health. Well, so, okay, so in, uh, it, I think <laughs> what of what the secret What has this got to do with my chart? <laughs> oh, I know, I know, because you're so, you have the mom thing going, okay, we got to go to your chart, but I have to finish one thought. <laughs> Ooh, you're so honest. Okay, here's the thing. Um, I do have to say, I think the secret did get a lot of people into judgment over what they, if they can't create or if their health isn't good, they went into self-judgment. And I do think that's where a lot of problems started. So, yeah, um, well, it's, well, you know, but you have to understand that the gay community has all the problems that everybody else has. They have yes. the stuff with their parents. They have this and this and this. In addition to that, they have to deal with a lot of parents disowning them. Because they are this terrible thing. And then they have God or the religion telling them that they are an abomination to life. Exactly. Now, how on earth are you going to have self-esteem and self-worth if those messages are bombarded into you? Perfect. So when you feel you're a piece of crap, you will not treat yourself well. It's true. It's and, true. And, but, you know, I mean, it's just so simple. And, and when you don't treat yourself well and when you think you're no good, you attract experiences to you that prove it. That's why well, exactly. the whole thing that's so simple and so hard to get is to learn to love yourself, to love this beautiful little being that resides within you who's never done anything really wrong. I love that. That's, and when you can do that, all the other stuff 
drops away. It's cr- yeah. And did you have a point in your life? Like I look at your chart, <laughs> the aspects just kept going until you were in really in your early twenties. The tough, tough aspects. What? How do you? Why you made that choice? Somebody else might make the choice to say they're right. I am no good. But well, what, what? I did. I did for many years. I was convinced that I was absolutely no good. So you know, what? it didn't matter. Nothing mattered. Now, do you do you remember um, Andrew's sign? Uh, Aries. Really? Yes, and we were in Good the same the same year. I think he was the ninth. Uh, we were in the same year, but he was, you know, in the spring, and I was in the fall. Okay, and you were exact opposites too in mm-hmm. in sign, which is it's a, really it was a very good marriage. I have absolutely nothing against it. It was a nice period in my life. The ending was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I have no regrets with the marriage, and I have nothing bad to say about him. Nice. You know, well, his heart went in another direction. He wanted somebody who had lots of money. <laughs> and he got it, and it didn't work. <laughs> I love it. Well, you got I love that. No, he I mean, was on I, his I have fourth to say, or fifth wife by the time the he left. Say that again, I'm he sorry. He was on the, his fourth or fifth wife by the time he left. Wow. So I was number two. You were number two. And yeah. so, okay, I wanted and, to find and, out, because you got married under a Neptune... Uh, Pluto, Pluto was on your Neptune and, and Neptune was on your Mercury. So you were very enamored and it was very easy. It was a good love aspect, but it was also this sort of revelation. And I think the marriage, it, it, you're, you marry under this chart that's Pluto on mm-hmm. your Neptune says it's going to open your eyes to something. Oh, to everything. And, no, to, not to everything, but he taught me social graces. You know, I was this wow. little girl from the other side of the tracks. I knew nothing when I left home, nothing. And, uh, I had so much to learn, and I married into this upper-class English family. Wow. You know, and I wound up going, having dinner at the White House. And, you pulled it off, though, Libra you, you know, Charm, and, right? Well, I learned, and I was willing to learn. I remember the I first love- time, shortly after we had gotten together, and he told me I had to write a thank-you note for something. And I said, a thank-you note? I can't, thank, <laughs> I can't, I can't write a thank-you note. Oh, no! I freaked out because I had never done it. I didn't know how to do it. And he very calmly said, you will write a thank you note. And I did. And I survived. And then it became easy to write thank you notes. <laughs> really? I love that. So you did get a lot of training and a lot of I got a lot of training. Him. And it was done in a very nice way. I learned to become a really good cook. He was so appreciative of food. You know, and anything I made, it would be wonderful. So, of course, I wanted to make something better. You know, let's wow. top that one. <laughs> I love that. So, so you definitely, that that Neptune transit, we call it the Cinderella transit. Mm-hmm. It sort of swept you off your feet, and it was mm-hmm. an, an, a great experience for you, except yeah. for the leaving. That was devastating, you said. Yes. Well, it was, you know, came suddenly, and it was, you know, <laughs> he couldn't have yeah. married his secretary. He had to marry some well-known public figure so it yeah, was gotcha. all over the papers <laughs> Ooh, and see and that's another thing too you're pretty private for as public as you are and for as open as you are you are a public you are you have a part of you that is very uh mm-hmm. you well i don't know if you do you feel private now because well, it's always it, with the, the private the part of me there's always the private part of me but uh, you know the social part is very nice these days it's really oh lovely. your your libra is just too charming you know mm-hmm. when i went to i can do it and you were greeting everybody louise greets everybody she she <laughs> embraces them you get a picture with her and you keep your libra charm so remarkably 
there. And it's um and there's a story I want to tell with Eldon Taylor, but we are gonna take a minute, and let people breathe. You get if you need a refreshment, this is your chance to get it. You guys are listening to Louise Hay. It's such an <laughs> honor. And this is Mark Husson. We're gonna take a little four-minute break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about her future based on her chart. She's gonna make me, I'm sure. And then yes, we're gonna yes. uh, a few things that we want to offer you, uh guys, as prizes from uh, us. And uh, we'll see you in a minute. This is Mark Husson. This is your Power Peak Hour, and you have a minute to go buy Love Scopes if you want. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Louise is going to be on that dance floor dancing still, I can tell, because she's got more energy. <laughs> I'm wiggling my- in my chair. <laughs> you are a hoot. I am so, I wasted my night of sleep for no reason at all. I was nervous wreck. I'm like, she's making it so easy, you guys. She's so awesome. And you know, Louise, what's funny People in your position that I've met over the years usually have kind of mean staff around them. This is something that you pulled off that I feel like you're so genuine. Your staff is incredible. I wouldn't put up with that. No, you wouldn't. And I love that because they're all so genuinely sweet. But even if you wouldn't, usually behind your back, they're mean. They're all sweet. And they're just, I love them. So thank you for creating that because it really does make it good. So, Louise, you yeah. have had quite the life, and I promised you we were going to look but into the future. it's not over. No, my God, it is so far from over. 84 I'm and like, a half is not enough. Speaking of 84 and a half, you are, yeah, 80, I want a t-shirt. Um, eighty. You're going to be 85 in October. I know. And I know your dear, dear Shelly, who I just adore, um, has been, taken so much care and pride to, to, to explore and hold a space for the Hay Foundation. And I know we're going to talk about it because it's such an important part to us because what it does, it's charitable. And, and a lot of people don't know just how many people have been helped by that foundation. And the foundation, I have to say, astrologically started, this is creepy cool, Jupiter in Aquarius. The Aquarius is Prometheus bringing life to humanity, bringing, you know, helping the underprivileged. Jupiter return, you start the Hay Foundation, even before Hay House Publishing. And in your intent was to give money away to people who needed it. And if people go to hayfoundation.org, they'll see... The, and I'm going to post it on the Facebook page, but they will see all the contributions you've made. And, and it's just a very wonderful organization. Now, Shelly is helping promote an idea because it's your 85th birthday. If people want to contribute, and I know you're shy about this, but let me just put it out there to people. If you guys would like to contribute, if you contribute $85, 850 8500 each one comes with a package of very... 85 cents works, and too. And 85 cents works, too. Okay, okay, you're right. If anybody gives 85 cents, I'd like to know about it. It's like cents works. And that's sweet. I know. You're right. See, she doesn't care, you guys. It's about what... It's about the extension of love and giving, and that's what it's about. They're not asking you to do it. They're not insisting that you do it. They just want you to know it's there, and if you want to do it, they promise they'll give it to somebody who needs it. 
and they read. Louise, you guys read each one. How does it work? <laughs> well, you get a lot it's of quests? situations that touch my heart. You know, we had an email just the other day because of the the contest that we're having, where you you know you get to have uh, prizes. Uh, uh, and some woman said, you know, well, how much of this money is Louise going to use on her makeup? <laughs> and my jaw dropped uh, because. You know, that's not something that I ever so think mean. of. We, Shelly and I have set up the foundation so that the only expenses we have of the money we take in is the cost of checks and the cost of postage. That's amazing. That's all it is. Every other penny goes out to the people. Wow. And I, that, we, we would, I would never even dream of buying a lipstick with this money. I mean, it's so <laughs> insane. But, <laughs> well, but well, some it's people, right. you know, if somebody it, wants to think that it's okay. <laughs> that's okay too, and it is amazing. The organization is amazing. What I love about it is the the you what you're saying is absolutely true. I've talked to Shelly. She there. Everybody holds this in a very sacred place because they know it's it's not only it's a sensitive issue because it's the one time that you're saying here's money and it, it, that you can give like here's money to donate. Just to. because Madonna doesn't know how to handle a foundation. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean that I'm this crazy movie star. I love it. Well, speaking of, and you, because you are so <laughs> hip to the pop culture, do you have like an iPhone, iPad, things like that? What yes, is, do you yes, have electronics? Yes, you yes. do? Yes. Oh, that is so cool. Yes. You and are and so I hip. use Dragon Speak and Skype. <laughs> No, you do not. Yes, Are I you, do. Yes, I do. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you guys, that's a testament to Louise having the sun in the third house of Gemini. Information junkie. She's she's always on the top edge, the cutting edge. I love that, Louise. That's really cool. You're not afraid of it. Oh, of course. Oh, that's I'm right. afraid, afraid of it, but I do it anyway. <laughs> Sometimes my shoulders go right up to my ears. Do you, do you, have you ever Googled your name, Louise? No. Why would I Google my name? Oh, we all Google our name secretly. Really? Nobody admits it. I didn't I know like you could. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's what, something what you I could find? do after the show. What it's would kind I of find? fun. <laughs> you're everywhere. You get to see like people who write articles about you. It's kind of fun. Now, you know, it's like yours will go for miles and miles. And, you know, I have like two article plops with my name, but it's fun. You got to try it sometime. Okay. Now, Louise, if I have when to. you published... What? Say it. I said if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You got to be in the cult, the Google culture. Okay. Um, all right. No, tell me what's happening now. Okay. So what's happening? We're coming to a time. This is the most exciting part for me with you is that I feel like almost like you're you're keeping a secret, but I that's possible. But you have, this is the one time when the sun, Jupiter, Mars, Mercury, all those planets in Aries are coming up to that magic Chiron where you made your biggest book imprint on the world. It's when uh, you published You Can Heal Your Life and it uh, it's when you went on Phil and Oprah and we're coming back to that cycle again. And at the same time, Saturn is on your sun saying that we're basically, I think you're going to move. I also think you're going to uh, re-identify re yourself, that you're, you're going to emerge in, in a different identity. In addition to what you already have, not completely, but it's going to give you some structure and foundation. And I think you're going to move. And I think you're going to introduce something new that everyone's going to be like, oh my God, this is awesome. And move it's, my residence? I think you are. Do you oh, want to? Not really. I live in paradise. But, yeah, you yeah. know, well, you sometimes ask. life has something in store for you and you have to go with it. 
Yeah, but you you don't have to give it up. Maybe it just could be like that you're going to be doing a different kind of work out of your home. So there's okay. a lot of options okay. for us. Okay, but different you are identity. I like that. I, it is a different identity. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's going to be about the that Chiron thing, helping people with their body, helping people mm-hmm. in some way, um, a different kind of understanding. You've always now isn't it interesting? Your son's in the house of Gemini, the word house, mm-hmm. and your thing is change how you think, the thinking house. Change how you think and you change your future. That's your mm-hmm. big thing. And it's it's a mantra that you wear really well. And all we're doing is getting stronger and stronger within that. And you're hitting one of the most important times. There's a big leap for you. I don't know if it's another movie. I don't know if it's uh, another book or another kind of book, but it's going to be big and it's going to redefine you. And I think... Uh, I think it's going to happen really soon, so we got to hear from you about it. Anything well, that you I'm, can... Well, I'm, I'm in the process of writing four new books with other people, and there's no. one coming oh. out in September. Uh, Seriously? Yes, I'm writing it with Cheryl Richardson, and I think oh. it's going to be... Uh, I know it is, it is a wonderful book. Oh, well, you know... And I can't any... give you a title yet, but no, that's it's okay. Louise Hay and Cheryl Richardson, and we're a terrific team together. Better than Louise and Mark Hassan? No, we're oh, different, okay. darling. If we do something <laughs> together, it will just blow the world it wide is. open. It is. We're going to do our astrological <laughs> affirmations, I have a feeling. And it's just so fun to have your blessing on anything. You did write a beautiful cover for my book, and you are, you're just, you're generous. I think whatever you touch does turn to gold. These people are, it, so those projects are really good. I think those are going to be big, but this is an individual one to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You have a Leo rising, so we have to keep a good eye on the sun sign with Saturn there. Mm-hmm. I really think it's going to hit you like uh, uh, from the left side. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Jupiter's going to be at the top of your chart and we're going to mm-hmm. see Louise actually making choices that she didn't think she was going to make. And and I'll be here to be the voice when it happens. You'll have to come back and tell us. But it's going to be big and it's going to be um, something that I think you is an offshoot of what you've already done, but mm-hmm. very different. It mm-hmm. might make you move. Hmm. Do you do any sort of international? You do a lot of international travel, right? Yes, yes. I'll you, be in I'll be in in London this year, and I'll be in Australia, um, New York. Look at, do you have one that you love the most? Uh, no, there's so many things I love. You know, I love Paris, and I I love France, and I love Italy. But I love Southern California. It, it's an ideal place for me to live. It is. The weather is gentle. It, it's just lovely. What's the how's what's the gardening thing for you? You're a gardener, right? Oh, I'm right? a passionate gardener. I'm an organic gardener. I build soil and then plants well, overgrow. You compost at all? Oh, absolutely. At all? That's all I do is <laughs> compost. <laughs> well, and I'm constantly churning was- compost and putting it in the garden and things overgrow. I'd like to have a bigger garden, though. That's That's one thing I would like. Even though I don't want to move because I haven't a nice little place, but I want well, there's to... a scene in the movie where you're walking through. A, yes, that's, a, that's yeah. Reed's garden. That's Reed's garden. Yes, oh, well, his and... wife's garden. I mean, Reed couldn't garden right. for anything, but, <laughs> but she, she does exquisite work. She built the house. She did. Uh, she has this oh. wonderful garden. She brought See, me some you... vegetables yesterday that put my vegetables to shame. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. 
<laughs> you have this thing with the sun in the third house, wherever mm -hmm. your identity is, it, your environment becomes extremely important to you. And I think that we can't underestimate that. This is somebody that I think you need a beautiful environment. I think it um, you're picky about the noise, the sound, the people. So if you found a place that you love, I think that's very telling and I don't mm -hmm. think you'd give it up. So that's why I think we might bring in extras, but this, your environment is <laughs> everything. three houses. <laughs> Do you have three? No. <laughs> oh, you're going to need three <laughs> by the time. Well, you know what I think you're going to do is the point is wherever you go, it's got to be comfortable. Don't you agree with that? Yes. Oh, very much so. And I you always a, like a long view. Yes. And That's you have important. an incredible Wait. taste, uh, Louise. You have an aesthetic, an aesthetic mm -hmm. that is Well, I'm a Libra. You know, exactly. We love, we love beauty. You do. When do you Venus think is this is going to start to kick off? Well, I think what we're going to see, isn't it interesting that tomorrow uh, is the first day of Taurus? We're going to see that on your Chiron. I think after today's show, we're going to see some momentum. Now, Jupiter is in, Jupiter needs a little more time. And then when it gets to... It's in Aries, isn't it? It is in Aries yeah. and it's going to hit at the very first of June. It's like June 5th. Uh, Libra hits, exa I mean, Jupiter will be there exactly. And then it hits again. Okay, so we have June 5th. Okay. We have, uh, and then again in December, and then again in January. So we have three hits for this. So we're looking at a six-month trail of Jupiter hitting that Chiron. Mm -hmm. And I think what we're going to see is that all that activity that you've been doing, and maybe certainly you and Cheryl's book will be one mm -hmm. of the ones that mm -hmm. comes through. Part of it. It's, something is definitely happening big in this in this cycle because Saturn's here on your sun mm -hmm. and Saturn isn't letting this just be a fly by night thing it's saying we're restructuring you completely that's why i think the moon i've always loved saturn people think that saturn is awful because it's a teacher but that's yes. all it is is a teacher if you learn your lesson it's easy if you fight been, it then it becomes a problem but i like saturn yeah so i'm not every... upset about saturn passing over my sun you do know a lot about astrology, and there's people asking in the Facebook area, like, how? When did that happen? How did you get involved? <laughs> well, it's over over period of a long time. I pick up a little here, a little there, a little here. You know, I listen to people. I listen to you. I learn. You do. You just are so fast. It's like your your mind's got to be wrapped around all this stuff and all the people that come to you with different mm -hmm. ideas. I just saw that you you promoted raw food, which I've been my cats have been on forever mm -hmm. uh, for animals. Mm -hmm. And um, you're a gardener. You're you're into mm -hmm. organic gardening. All the latest and greatest. And then you get up on the stage and you talk to those people like you're piercing every fear that ever um, was in that room, and you're just dissolving mm -hmm. it. And I just think that's, you know, Louise, mm -hmm. that's like, I think that's round, that's round five for you. There's no like round two for you. So people want to know things like this. What about tapping? Are you familiar with EFT? I'm, I'm familiar with it, but it doesn't seem to work for me. It bugs me, but I mean, I know it works for a lot <laughs> See, of See, I knew we had a lot in common. <laughs> we both have a Scorpio moon. So I think that the, I'm like sitting there tapping going, okay, I already forgot what I'm doing. And all I'm getting is irritated at myself, poking myself. So... That, but that's okay. It works for a lot of people. I don't want to diss it too bad. And no, then, um, it does. Uh, what about um, using? Could we make this show three hours? <laughs> I wish we could, Louise. We gotta just keep. I could talk to you all day. See, I haven't ever had to pick your brain. And everybody wants. Everybody's got well, we'll something. We'll have to do to, it again. That's all. I hope so. I hope we will. I hope you'll come. What do you back. mean you hope? Well, because I can't to? tell you to come back, and you come back. I don't have the authority you have on me. So. <laughs> 
I can only hope you can insist. So that's good. Listen, I've got to just, I hate to break this up, but I have to say this because Shelly will kill me if I don't. You know, because I'm having my 85th birthday, she wanted to do this fundraiser for me, for the foundation, not for me. I don't get any of it. And uh, I thought, well, why don't we say people could donate if they want to 85 cents, $8.50, $85, you know, anything they want because it's all giveaway money and and for that uh if shelly's put together some prizes like you can uh every donation goes into a hat and a a number name will be pulled out and somebody gets you know a free ticket to i can do it which is very nice. And there are other prizes where you get to have lunch with me. There's a prize where you get to see meet me. And, uh, it, and they're it, giving it's a lot tickets of fun. away. And it's amazing the number of people that are donating. Nobody yet has donated 85 cents. And I'm waiting for the first 85 cents because they'll go into the same pot as the person who gives <laughs> 8500000 <laughs> That is really cool that you have that attitude, even though I'd like the name of the person who gave 85 cents so I could roll my eyes a little. But that's OK. No, just a no, little. No, no. What I'm saying is it's it's everybody is important. I know. Everybody, you know, and, and the I, person who gives 85 cents might not have much more than a dollar. And if they you're you right, know? looking at it from that perspective, they should be off the Internet, though. But here's the other thing. I put it up there twice, and I just put it up there for the folks to look at Facebook.com. You guys, Shelly did put together a beautiful list. You can go to, you'll get two tickets to I Can Do It. You get a, two gift bags for the 850 thing, <laughs> and everybody gets put into the, to the grand, to the ticket drawing. The 8,000 one, the 8,500 is a guaranteed private lunch with this amazing woman that I'm talking to. I had to pay her 8,000 for this interview. No, I didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> See, your, your voice went up because you you're lying again. <laughs> okay, let's just get back to dates again. So you think okay. that starting in June, something okay. wild could yes. happen? Yes. So we're looking December at December and th- January. Yes. You think now by the beginning the of next year, I'm going to be in a new place? I think you're going to, this Chiron thing, we're going to see what it is. It's going to, the news is going to be launched in June, June 7th. Just make a note of June 7th. Yes. Okay. And then it hits again. See, I threw all those papers on the floor when you took us over to the to the foundation. So let me pick them back. It's not my fault that you're messy. <laughs> I don't know. Can I blame you? Oh, I of guess I you can. can blame I'm, me. I'm, they're going to pull out the book. Okay. Wait um, till your employees get a hold of you. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm going to get so racked on the coals. You have no idea. Okay, twelve, uh, six, seven, June seventh, Jupiter on your Chiron. Yes. But you know what? May twenty third, Jupiter at the very top of your chart. Then mm-hmm. Jupiter on your Chiron again, December 15th. Then the last hit and the big one is January 5th, 2012. And so what we're going to see here during that cycle is an incredible shift because Saturn, again, is on your sun saying we're restructuring who you are. And it's going to it's going to take this sort of a publishing business, I think, and mm-hmm. the way you speak all of it to a different level. And I think it's going to bring a ton of security. Wow. To the world. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like 
See, that's that's you got a crazy cool chart. Every event in your life is traceable to one of those aspects that has to do with either your Mars, your Chiron, or mm-hmm. your Sun sign. Mm-hmm. And it's just incredible. You're an easy read because you can say you can see exactly what's happening. But you did make it. You made it to your North Node, which was the conjunct Pluto to be the Grand Mom, the the person who represents fearlessness in a loving and nurturing way, starting with loving yourself. Mm-hmm. That's you. I mean, that's, and the world sees you as that. You should, you see the accolades. But I have to tell you, when Eldon, when I was getting my picture with you, Eldon Taylor walked in and when Louise is being really gracious and the only way you can go then, Donna was there taking the pictures. I love Donna and hi, Donna. And hi, Shelly. And then you, she, Louise goes, okay, thank you. Go upstairs and mingle. You know, she, she's <laughs> a great director, right? So she pushes me into the elevator that isn't open, slams me really hard. No, <laughs> so Eldon walks in and he's really like uh, so happy to see you and, and it's so sweet. And so you go... I'm sitting there and I can't leave. So I have to hide in the elevator while you're taking your picture with Eldon. And finally the door opens. You go, Mark, take Eldon and the family up. And I go, okay. So we get in the elevator and now he thinks I'm the elevator boy. And so <laughs> I'm not kidding. He started talking to me about his history with Hay House. And I was just listening like, okay, you know, Louise told me to bring you. I'm bringing you. So here you are. <laughs> and then I ended up walking out and introducing myself. But yeah, I watch you, Louise, and you, your way you handle these authors. Authors is just remarkable. You, you're, it's all effortless for you, isn't it? You're just well, easy. It's just what I do. That's all. I love that. It is just what you do. Now, any um, TV shows that you're hooked on? People are asking. They want the normal Louise. Like you, you love certain TV. Do you do reality shows? No, no. I really don't watch television. Occasionally, I do uh, Turner Classic movies. <laughs> I love movies from the 30s or the 20s. That's because you're one of those people. We talk mm-hmm. about your glamour Hollywood. You're like, oh my God, you are Lana Turner. You're you're the embodiment <laughs> of all that glamour. You are. You're so. Yeah. It's. Yes. I, don't, I yes. know. I'm sort of gushing. I got to be careful. That's but all right. That's all right. You're allowed you. to gush. Thank you. Well, you do. You have that. You have that thing that is sort of like elegance of Hollywood. And I think it's so neat that you're holding the space like you're like 40. You're walking around. You're running. You're gardening. Do you exercise? Yes. Oh, good you heavens, do? yes. I do a, a Pilates and. And yoga, and walking, and oh and gardening. You know, gardening is good physical labor. Do you do you meditate? Yes. Ugh. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> not every minute, not every day, but I meditate. Yes. You meditate, and and you, God, you do Pilates, so you garden. You get your physical activity yes, happening. Yes. Yes. You've got to keep the body moving. I love that, Louise. It's just good exercise. Okay, so people in the t- mostly what we're what we're left with here is uh, 2012. You're not afraid, right? Good heavens, no! It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> just idiotic. <laughs> You've got Jupiter happening in 2012. You have nothing yeah. to be afraid of. I'll hold the space for that. So what I can tell you is tomorrow, because uh, we're working on that 85 year do- the that you're 80 going to be 85 in October. We're asking people would they please consider donating to Louise's thing. I'm asking uh, my staff at One Two Listen. The psychics are all going to do a special from eight to five, which is eight and five, and then we're going to donate. <laughs> I know, and then we're donating 10 percent of those proceeds over to the foundation. So we just oh, want to extend our love to you. And Louise, I can't thank you on behalf of everybody that's been that's listening that's hearing this that that you agreed to come to the show and i want to shut up so you can have a minute to give people any closing thoughts and comments <gasps> oh my uh, isn't life wonderful <laughs> just I'm you know purring. all we have to do is change our thinking 
just a little bit and life starts to change because, you know, life matches what we think. But we have to remember that life loves us. Life loves us. It's the last thing I say at night when I go to sleep. Life loves me. Life loves me. Life loves me. And it's a lovely way to go to sleep. And you can go to sleep that way, too. And you can say to yourself, I go to sleep just like Louise Hay goes to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll wake up in the morning feeling wonderful. Oh, man. I love you all. It's been wonderful being here. Listen to that voice, you guys. Can you just like purr like a cat? I know I was a cat of yours once in a previous life. I just start purring in my belly when you talk. Um, Louise, you are an icon to all of us. I can't thank you enough for gracing my show with your presence and allowing me to play with you. We have got to do lunch. I will laugh the whole time and I'll probably for the first time be embarrassed to eat in front of you. And that was, <laughs> it's an accomplishment. Why? Are you a pig? <laughs> When you're next to that kind of grace, you saw how I'm dropping my papers all over the place. I am a pig, really. So listen, I can't give you enough hugs for this. You are an amazing woman. You've changed my life completely. And I definitely love that. I'm going to hear this from my whole family about like from now on all the Louise references. Um, Thank you, Louise, for coming. You guys, I wrote a book called Love Scopes. Louise, you know, wrote tons of books. Your support is awesome. Thank you guys all for listening. Louise, the biggest hug, the biggest love, the biggest thank you on behalf of everyone's life that you've changed that even I know. So thank you so much for coming, sweetheart. Except with love and joy and pleasure. Ah, you are amazing. Thank you, sweetie. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for coming by. Bye.